the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the domestic terrorist. Uh, at least that, at least that's, that is now the that is now the preferred politically correct name for all freedom loving America loving Americans. We are now white supremacists, domestic terrorists, or best or in the best possible case, both. My name is Greg Britton. I'm with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and our my usual co-host Don Dix is 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 not joining us today. He is being coronated this evening on Thursday when we record as the new chair of the Riverside County Republican Party. And I asked Don if he had any words for our audience this week, and he said, "Never ever miss a meeting." And speaking of missing a meeting, um, as, a, as our guest co-host today, we, I, we have Christina Routen, who also missed a meeting, and she is now the uh, new president of the San Bernardino Republican Women's Federated. And again, the moral of the story is don't miss a meeting. Welcome, Christina. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Greg. I think it's going to be fun. Well, we shall see. We are we are we're about a minute and thirty into our show. We'll we'll see how it goes from here. So, uh, just brief, just briefly before we dive into the into the big news of the week, um, Republican Women's Federated. What the heck is that? What do they do? And if someone wanted to get involved with you, how would they do that? So, what we do at CFRW is is that we provide a platform. For any Republicans who are running for office, we give them how it basically just brass tacks is we invite them to come and speak at a luncheon and they get to meet the Republican women in San Bernardino area and the surrounding women. Um, Redlands, I actually am a resident of Highland. And um, so we invite anyone running for office or anything that's important to the movement of the Republican Party. So uh, anyone who has anything to do at all with the Republican Party and its progression forward, we like to get the uh, women of San Bernardino County out here active and involved participating and hearing what each candidate or each office holder um, or for instance, school choice programs. That's that's one of the uh, biggest items on the CFRW's uh, list of things this year. Um, obviously, increasing membership and election integrity. So those are the focus that, that we have this year. And anybody that um, has anything to do with that and its movement forward, we'll have them come speak to individuals while we have a nice, lovely luncheon and get everybody active and participating in our local government system. 
Yeah, it's going to we it's going to take. If we're to save the republic or restore it, rather, and preserve a free country. It's going to take a quantum level improvement in people fulfilling the obligations of that most important political office, that a private citizen. We've we often almost every show multiple times we quote Justice Lewis Brandeis on that and. While the politicians may deserve and do deserve all of the criticism they get and more, ultimately that our country is on the precipice of losing the republic and our freedom is due to not enough citizens fulfilling the obligations of their most important political office. So it's going to take an all-hands-on-deck effort by our group of Rutherford Sea Party patriots, by the Republican women, by everyone else. To, uh, to accomplish that. Absolutely. The thing of it is, is that now is it is more important than ever that citizens get involved. For years, people have not wanted to get involved because they felt like they couldn't matter, that they didn't matter. And I would say that there have been bad actors who monopolized on that. And so it's time that uh, citizens stand up start being active, not just on an election year. That's not the time to become so proactive. It's it's great. We love to see that. But how about the four years in between? How about the two years in between um, getting out there and making sure that we're communicating with these people who we are employing to represent us? Absolutely. So, of course, the, probably the biggest news of the week is, aside from Don Dix's coronation as the chair of the Riverside Republican Party, the next biggest news of the week is the uh, inauguration of Joe 10% for the big guy Biden as the next commander in thief. What are your thoughts? Oh, well, I avoided watching as much of it as I could. Just makes me a little sad. But you know what? Here's the thing. Um, I know a lot of people that are really taking this hard. They're fearful about what the future holds for us. Um, we know that our our children and our peers have been getting trained in academia for several years now that socialism is a good idea for a country of 365 million plus people. And so we know that there, there's, there's some things to be a little bit fearful of. But I look at it this way, and in order to, for me to feel better, I actually have said, you know, we did survive an eight-year term of Barack Obama and those like policies. And that's where they're going back. I have already heard it said by just today. Um, that this is just taking them, the things that the executive orders, those are all taking them back to where Barack Obama left off, where the Obama-Biden administration was four years ago. So my thought is, if we could have overcome that and we got Donald Trump in office, we can do this again. But it is going to take the participation of all of the citizens to say, you know, I don't think socialism is a good idea for a nation of 365 million plus people. 
I think that's a really bad idea. And you have, nobody can give you any evidence that that's ever been successful. Well, it's never been successful in terms of improving the lives of the working men and women of a country or the average citizen. Socialism is always successful in improving the lives and increasing the power of those in charge. As yeah, exactly. uh, as George Orwell um, noted and wrote in, in Animal Farm, as some animals are more equal than others. But I would, I would, where, I, where, I would where I would differ with it, yes, we, we got by, the country survived Barack Hussein Obama, and though he certainly ramped up the weaponization of government against his political enemies. But we, got, we somehow got Donald Trump in there, and in part, maybe they were looking the other way. They thought they had that. They weren't trying hard enough. But where I think we're in a fundamentally different situation now is Biden won because of massive, unprecedented, blatant, open vote fraud. As, I mean, Biden, whether he was let the truth slip out or whether he uh, is slipping or more likely both, it is said that we put together the most comprehensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in U.S. history. And they did. I mean, whether it was the machine switching votes, illegal registrations, the clerks running ballots through the machine uh, multiple times, keeping all the observers away in the, in the, in the, in the key locations, tr- midnight ballot dumps of just statistically impossible 97% plus for Joe Biden, hundreds of thousands of votes. And so and and so on and so on and so on. Um, and the system turned the other way. Many, many Republicans. Looked the other way. The courts did. The Supreme Court took the chicken, you know what, way out and never decided a case. Didn't other than the Texas case they dismissed, didn't not decide the case. They just slow, they just slow walked the cases until after President Vote Fraud was inaugurated. So, yes, four years hence, whether it's Donald Trump or someone else runs against and point out the record of failure of socialism. And but does it matter when they can when they can when they with this level of vote fraud? Does it matter? And we're not, we're not even, I haven't even talked about the suppression of freedom of speech is also going on. So. How do we get how do how do we get past this massive vote fraud to win again? We address it. We address the issue. You can't have Republicans cannot stick their head in the sand. Our Republican leaders, our party leaders, our party politicians cannot say, oh, you know what? Moving forward, we're going to win. How are you going to win? You just showed me ballots being pulled out from underneath a table. You just told me that Dominion is a computer software system that can be compromised. So the thing is, is you can't say this isn't going to happen. And it's not as bad as what you thought it was, because according to Politico, not typically on our side, by the way, as publications go, but 70 percent of Republicans do not believe the results of 2020. Quinnipiac says 77% of Republicans believe there was widespread fraud. So real or perceived, 
the Republican Party is going to have to tackle this head on. It is now the job of the Republican Party to show the, the Republican voter that it is going to be looked into, it is going to be addressed. How about some um, injunctions against Dominion? Uh, San Bernardino County uses Dominion voting systems. Probably not a good idea at this point. We need to get the, our party leaders involved and we need to contact the registrar's office and say, you know, not okay with voting on Dominion until you could prove to me that it's safe. Um, how about that the party becomes more proactive in before you mail out all those ballots, how about we take a look at them so that we can uh, take off people who are dead or people who appear to be completely made up. So real or perceived, the Republican Party has to address it and it has to be loud and it has to be clear that these are the measures we're taking to make sure your vote counts. Because if they don't, the voter that they lose is going to be millions. And those are your $25 a month voters, donors. Those are the people that um, keep the party up and running. You'll always be able to convince your millionaires and billionaires but it's the people that need to be convinced. And if you're a politician and you're not worried about what 77% of Republicans are thinking, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, then you're not depending on the US vote. You're depending on something else to get you elected. So let's look at that too. Good point. And we're going to, after our break here, we're going to resume our discussion about whether the Republican Party is up to the task at hand. Um, but first, we're going to hear from Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 590. The answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and my co-host is being coronated today as the chair of the Riverside County Republican Party. And sitting in for him is Christina Routon, the president of the San Bernardino Republican Women Federated. And we were talking before the break about what the Republican Party needs to do. And uh, I have serious doubts that the Republican Party is up to the task at hand. And I'll just give you just, and just one example. It was just the other, just earlier this week. 
Mitch McConnell, who are uh, either he or McCarthy are the highest ranking Republicans left in the left in the government. And he said that uh, the mob was fed lies. They were provoked by the president and other powerful people. And they tried to use fear and violence to stop a specific pr- proceeding, which they did not do. Uh, but we pressed on. We stood together and said an angry mob would not get veto power over the rule of law in our nation, as Mitch McConnell and most of the other Senate Republicans voted to uphold the massive vote fraud that occurred in the last election. And, and you, Christina, you were, you were on a, a Zoom call with, and you can identify this person or not, a Republican member of, uh, of Congress from California, and you raised the issue of, the vital issue of election integrity, and you got kind of a blah, blah answer back. Well, let's put it this way. Um, It wasn't the answer I was looking for. Um, And my question was, and I'll put it out there for everyone, is as a party, what evidence will we be able to provide voters that we, excuse me, that we have addressed election integrity? And, he was very optimistic that we will see in the 2024 election that uh, we intend to do very well, that um, based on his response, that they do have works in the, they are working to secure more seats um, in California's elections. However, he didn't have a specific answer as to what we were going to do to show that we are winning in 2024. Um, And you know, it just, the election just happened. Joe Biden was just elected and inaugurated. Let's sit back, let's start grouping together as the party of integrity that we are and sit down and with our um, politicians and our GOP leaders, and let's find out what are we going to do so that they, the voter can feel confident in our elections again. But, you know, this is going to take the citizens speaking with them, interacting with them, saying this is what we want from you. And they, as, they need to have a caucus and say, OK, well, Christina and San Bernardino keeps going on and on that we need injunctions against Dominion, that we need injunctions so that we could get a hold of those mail out ballots before they're sent out. And maybe by we, the citizens, keep on reiterating, showing up at luncheons where these people are invited to speak and um, sending letters, calling, emailing, they're gonna hear us. And they know that if this is to remain a party, then it has to be addressed. And like I said in the earlier um, segment, real or perceived, they can't ignore the fact that 77 percent of the Republican Party feels there was widespread fraud. They can't ignore it. And sure they can. Not <laughs> I, I, would, I would differ with you. And the answer is, sure, they can. They ignore the will of their voters oftentimes immigration. They ignore the, the will of the vast majority of Republican of Republican voters. And if you de- if you deny the massive vote fraud, then, you know, if the, if the election of 2020 was OK, if the election of 2020 was honest, then there's no crisis. There's no big problem. We can we can carry on business as usual, and you know, okay, maybe we can you know give lip service to maybe improving election integrity, but there's no problem. 
And so when you when you that's just one of the reasons why it's so important that we keep hammering on the vote fraud is it's the reason why we really, really, really got to do something, because honest elections are essential for a republic, for a democracy. You may lose. You may really dislike the other guys and they may have a really, really bad agenda, which they do. But if you know that in two years, there's going to be another honest election in which you can point out all of the deficiencies of the guys that are now in office. Okay, you can live with that. But when it's corrupt and we've only touched on tangentially when they are in a systematic, organized, concerted way, suppressing the freedom of speech of people on our side. It's, 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 it is a totally different ballgame. And we only, have a, we only have a few minutes left here in this in this in this half. And we're going to talk about school choice in our second half. But there was there's been reports that Donald Trump is thinking about forming a new political party. And that's that's been talked about by conservatives for as long as I have any political memory. And generally, there's, is, it doesn't happen. The obvious problem is that it divides. And at least until the new party supplants the old party, it divides the vote on our side. But you get to a point where people you got people like Mitch McConnell. Who is not taking the problem seriously? There's no indication that the Republican Party is going to take the vote fraud problem seriously. Is downplaying it, is denying the existence of the problem. Ignore the threat of big dem tech before the election. I'm increasing of the belief that the Republican Party is not fixable, and that just as the Republican Party was formed in 1854 because the Whig Party was not up to the challenge of the day, uh, the New name, which I prefer to be the American Party, will supplant, I think, quickly the Republican Party. Your right. thoughts? I think, I think that the problem with the whole new party idea is, according to Pew Research, 29% of all voters identify as Republican. You split that. Let's say that Donald Trump's party takes 75% of that. That's not enough to win an election because you're already with. Without independence, it being cast either way, Democrat or Republican, Pew Research shows that there's a 4% difference in um, when they show up, then we have 4% of that vote. But we're behind the, the curve by 4 to 5% on any given vote with or without the independence. So you're all, we're already behind the Democratic Party. Add in the when Democrats get their portion of the independent vote, we get our portion of the independent vote. Now we're even farther behind. Now you're going to take 75% and you're going to give 75% of that to a Patriot Party, American Party. Call yourselves a free Whig Party again. I don't know. I just think it's a bad idea because now we're never going to get a conservative in office again. And the thing is, is that the Republican Party has to understand, and they're going to learn real quick, Greg, that with if they don't take this election seriously, and yeah, we have some bad actors, really bad actors up in Washington that are not doing the bidding of the people. When that those donor supplies start cutting off, 
there's not going to be any money for the Republican Party. There's not going to be any money for a new party either, because until the voter is convinced that elections are safe, they're not going to donate and they're not going to vote. And, and therein, therein lies the argument and the dilemma. Um, I think that the, a, the Donald Trump's American Party would very quickly supplant the Republican Party, because while the donors may prefer the status quo Republican Party, when the party loses 75% plus of its voters, you can't have a party without voters. We're going to address, and I alluded to it earlier in our second half, is part of what we've seen here is is the results of the massive indoctrination that's going on in the government-run schools, as well as just dumbed-down standards of academic quality and teaching that's going on in the government-run schools. And we see that with the belief in socialism among young people, as well as we saw it spill out into our streets over the summertime uh, with this people that hate the country a result of what's happening in the schools and the universities. And we're going to be talking to Mike Alexander about what we can do about that in our second half. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that is accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and my usual co-host, Don Dix, is off this week. And sitting in, we have um, certainly a much more attractive co-host than Don Dix. Christina Routon, the, uh, the, president of, the president of the San Bernardino Republican Women Federated. And we were talking about the events of the week or and the, and the court, the big coronation of Don Dix and the other coronation of uh, of uh, Joe 10 percent for the big guy, Biden, as president of vote fraud. In a longer term, we talk about the importance also of election integrity and, and that can't be understated. But also it's in. Ronald Reagan said that freedom is always one generation away from extinction. And I think we're at least halfway through that one generation. What happens in 
how you what you teach to the next generation is absolutely vital. And part of that is what happens at home, hopefully at church as well. But in a large measure, because they have so much time with the children in the government run schools. And for years, we've seen the funding go up and up and up in the government run schools. It's more than since 1970, after adjusting for inflation per student spending in the government-run schools has more than doubled, and the quality has declined over that time. Uh, recent National Association by, for Educational Proficiency evaluation of the government-run schools in America, only 20% were proficient in geography, 25% in math, well, whopping 37% in reading. 22% in science, 12% in U.S. history, and so on, and so on. And the results in California are not even better. Some of us think that uh, school choice is the answer both to the indoctrination and the dumbed-down academic standards of the government-run schools. And someone who shares that belief and is trying to do something about it is our next guest, Mike Alexander. In a previous political incarnation, he was the founder of TPAC, which advocated for lower taxes and smaller government, and hence more freedom with smaller government, and sought to repeal utility taxes that fund government and the government employee unions. And he's now the head of the California <coughs> School Choice Foundation that is working towards preparing, qualifying, and passing a school choice initiative on the California 2022 ballot. Talk about revolution. Welcome to the show, Mike. Very good. Thank you for having me today, Greg. It's good to see you again, literally, and uh, even happier to have an opportunity to speak to your audience. So tell us what, you know, I sort of gave the overview, um, is what, what, would your, what would your initiative do if passed? Thank you very much. <clears throat> um, we all, all know, and you did a good job of summarizing the terrible condition of California schools. Not only are they academic failures, they are moral failures. They interrupt the uh, exercise of parents' primary rights in the rearing and education of their children by the introduction of very objectionable material, uh, LGBTQ agenda, uh, under the guise of sex education, the kind of thing that would be uh, 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 child molestation if adults were to have those conversations with children outside of the classroom. The, the system, the, what passes uh, for education in California, not only fails to educate, it devotes more time to indoctrination. One of the basic principles of its indoctrination, of course, is the primacy of the government in our lives. The, uh, it is actively hostile to organized religion, and it actively advocates a highly secularist view. Beyond all that, of course, it engages in political indoctrination. It, it is the principal means by which the government seeks to expand and grow itself. I don't even, it's fashionable to talk about Democrats, but what we're dealing with here is the government itself teaching uh, and, and manipulating uh, its own citizens from the cradle 
to the grave, or at least through 12th grade, in order to get them to do what the, the government wants them to do. And all of that is added to the fact, of course, that the school system as a system is bankrupt. Uh, the system owes hundreds of millions of billions of dollars to uh, uh, retired school teachers uh, and other government employees. It's a terrible system and uh, and it harms nobody more than it does the least among this poor and minorities. Other people cannot escape from the system are harmed by this. And so to get back to your first question, Greg, so what is it that we propose? Well, we propose an initiative initially drafted, originally drafted by Senator John Morlock, who unfortunately uh, recently was defeated. But Mr. Morlock had drafted this bill. We refer to it as the Educational Freedom Act. And that Educational Freedom Act has four key features. It Number one, it creates an education savings account for each K-12 child in the state of California. That's currently a little over 6 million children. Number two, that account is credited annually with the child's pro rata percentage share of what are known as Proposition 98 funds. That's the basic funding mechanism for what they're pleased to call education in California. That amount is currently in excess of $12,500 per year. Number three, the parents, not the politicians, would be able to direct these funds either to the existing public school or charter school or to an accredited private or parochial school. And number four, and this is extremely important, any funds they have left over could be can be saved for college, vocational training, or other qualified, approved educational expense. It's simple. It's revolutionary. It makes no distinction based on race, color, religion, uh, or anything else. It's pure American. And for that reason, uh, will be rejected by others. Uh, thank you, Strong. Uh, but before we, uh, well, I'm just going to stop there. Uh, I'm sure you have some questions, then we can get back. Don't forget to ask me about what the polling shows on this. Okay, Mike, what does the polling show on this? <laughs> All right. I didn't want to drink my own interview. I Knowing you, uh, by the way, uh, the audience should know that we've had past drafting sessions, and nobody has been more active or critical in a constructive way than Great Britain. Uh, you know, his comments are always uh, uh, on point. A vigorously advanced. Um, we'll come back to some of the problems that you and I know exist. The polling is remarkable, Greg. Uh, Real Clear Polling has done some nationwide polls, but there's another one that came to me from an organization, shall we say, somewhat left to center, uh, a nonprofit organization, and it did conducted polling among Democrats. And lo and behold, the, the most significant support found for school choice was among black Democrat voters, which ran about 70 percent. Latino Democrat voters were only slightly behind at about two out of three, at about 66 percent. These are really statistical 
polling uh, errors is all they are. So black and Latino voters are right there. Parents are right there with us, uh, almost a 70 percent approval rate. But what was most interesting was even among uh, the other Democrats, that is regular white Democrats, school choice polled 48 percent, which you know, this was a nationwide poll. But there's no reason to believe that those results would be different in California because our schools are worse. We're down around 48 percent. So when people ask me, oh, my gosh, you're going up against the teachers unions and the Democrat Party on this and so thing. Uh, how would you expect to pass this thing? Well, the answer is easy. Democrats are going to vote for it. Small D Democrats, your ab- average uh, family uh, who tends to vote Democrat, but they're the ones that actually have to live in this system with their children, and they despise it because the public school system you know, has uh, you know, uh, all of them uh, went to school uh, uh, at the DMV School of Customer Service. And in fact, the the customer service and attitudes at the average public school are so bad that they make the DMV look like the Ritz-Carlton. Terrible customer service. They don't care. And now they shut the schools down. So who's going to vote for it? How about everybody? Why would they? Shutting down the government-run schools, maybe the one good thing out of the uh, coronavirus situation as... Parents learn to find alternatives, and alternatives find the parents. But let's, let's let Christina jump in here. Yes, ma'am. Um, my question for Mike is this 12500 by, um, according to Prop 98, is that really what our public school systems, um, is that really what it costs to put a child through public school? I mean, that seems excessive. Do we even know? What? That seems like a lot of money, but do we, yeah. have you looked at what the, statistically, what the average cost is for a private or parochial school? Because I'm pretty sure it's not 12500 No, no, no. Uh, uh, so let's, let's go back to the first one. Uh, I, I don't have it here. Uh, it'll soon be up on the website, but uh, I direct your attention uh, to the California uh, governor, Governor Nuisance. Uh, you, you go to his website, look up the governor's budget for fiscal year 21-22, and you will see that the average Prop 98 expenditure, Prop 98 revenue is over $12,500 per child. But as a matter of fact, stay with me. It's there. Don't don't look at me like that, like it was my number, ma'am. OK, uh, you go you you do that homework. You go to that website and you make sure that you that you don't have anything in your stump. OK, because you will see there that the average annual expenditure, the revenue expenditures and what they're appropriating is over eighteen thousand dollars per year because there are other cash flows and sons that come in. there, And that's the average. All right. That is the average. Now, regardless of whether $12,500 is too much, the fact is, is that that money belongs to the taxpayers and we are redirecting it to the parents. Because I want everybody here on this broadcast 
to pay very, very close attention to me. The most important thing to realize here is what Prop 98 is. And Prop 98 was passed back in 1988, and it was designed to permanently earmark 40 to 45 percent of California state tax revenues to this enterprise they're pleased to call education. So most of us have this idea that somehow the government is paying all this money and maybe poor and minorities and other people aren't paying the way. Well, the fact is, is that uh, every everybody who lives in California will, from the day you arrive to the day you leave, well, 40% of the taxes that you pay are going to go to this thing called uh, education. There's no reason in the world why that taxpayer and those parents should not be directing those funds. And we're totally and completely failing them. I can tell you right now that if this business were run by, by a private enterprise, it would long ago have been shut down and its operators would be in jail. Well, we can, we, we, we can always pray. Let's take a pause here and hear yes. from our sponsor for this half of Unite, i.e. Radio, All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And uh, Vladimir Lenin said, uh, or I should give the philosophy of the current government-run schools, give us the child for eight years, and it'll be a Bolshevik or a Democrat, pretty much the same thing these days, forever. Yes. Uh, we, we have, uh, we have uh, my co-host today is Christina Routon, the president of the San Bernardino Republican Women Federated. And our guest is Mike Alexander, who is the president of the California School Choice Foundation that is seeking to qualify a school choice initiative on the 2022 ballot. Um, your website, would you like to give that and how people, how private citizens can get involved in this? Yes, please. Essential yeah, our, <clears throat> our website is cleverly entitled CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. <clears throat> so we encourage uh, all who support the concept of school choice to go on the website, register, give me your name and your address and so forth, sign our digital petition indicating your support of school choice. And remember, if you really support school choice, then you need to support school choice. And I want you to give me two, five, 10, 20, or 100 bucks a month, whatever you have, to invest in our future. Because, you know, we, we ladies and gentlemen, we sound uh, very much uh, uh, like other parties, and we are. We don't have any future in this state or in our country if the least among us have no future. If there is no, if we are not giving all of our students, all of our young people, 
the tools that they need to participate fully in a complex economy and to participate fully and knowledgeably in the conduct of a republic. We have no future. And this, what deplatforming, what we conservatives call deplatforming, that started 100 years ago. They call it public schools. And in that area, gradually, this, this monopoly over the hearts, minds, and souls of, of the young was tightened until the point that they were give, putting across only a single set of ideas. What we're proposing is the essence of liberty, the essence of true democracy within our public republic, and that is to leave these matters to the people that they belong to. That's the parents and the families and the churches and the congregations, as it has always been. This is the the most original and revolutionary proposal ever, and this is only going to happen if each of us gets involved. So our goal at California School Choice is to make sure that we have a leader and a team and every school, parish, congregation, or community organization will give you the training, will give you the tools, will give you the platform to do this. So by all means, check in with us. Christina. Yeah, um, you know what? I, I think that what a big uh, boost to really push school choice would be education of the parents. That There's a lot of people that don't know that, for instance, in the California Healthy Youth Act, that they're saying that there's provisions of laws that children cannot opt out of sex education. And... There's a lot, I, I, my children are grown. However, I believe, and many people that, um, my, many of my peers believe that we as parents, we absolutely have a say in how our children are taught the birds and bees or any other subject matter. And can you touch on um, how we could go about educating all of the parents as to why the current school system with their laws and their provisions and um, the education on LGBTQ, and my concern is, is if that should ever include a plus sign at the end, which is not something that, for me, I don't think my child, my grandchild should be learning anything that we don't specifically approve of. But I don't think that a lot of people um, are aware of what their children are actually being taught. And they would find it horrendous if they knew. Well, let me comment on that in a couple of ways, <clears throat> starting with the last comment. When, when these people shut down the system because they wanted to work a three-hour uh, day from home and convert uh, uh, six million uh, parents uh, into teachers' assistants, that had an unintended consequence. They got a good look up close at what's actually going on or not. Yes. Uh, Christina, uh, the, the, these people have done the work for us. Well, there's no persuading that needs to take place. The parents who are taking their kids there, they know that they're not learning. They know that these kids whether it's bilingual education, it turns out that they're just dumb in two languages. The parents know that. You can't, you can't deceive 
uh, the uh, the average uh, mother or father. I don't care where they came from. They know that their child is being treated as, I wouldn't say a second-class citizen, being treated like the rest of us, badly. They already know. They're just waiting for you and me to get out there with a solution. They're already sold. And when you, and, and I invite you, Christina, and you must promise me that you will do this, is that when you go to the market today or you go to uh, the doctor's office or a professional office and you see uh, a young mother, a young father, it might be a UPS guy or whatever, ask them about this and just say, hey, look, if you got a couple of minutes, I know these people that are talking about changing uh, school uh, funding, uh, financing around. Would you be interested in a program that gave you $12,500 a year so you and your wife or you and your husband could pick a school, including parochial school or a private school, and keep anything that you had left over uh, for college or vocational training? Would that interest you at all? Well, I'll give you the response that a, uh, that a young uh, uh, Mexican uh, mother gave to us here a few years ago. Her response was two words, cuando, donde, when, and where, right? No selling going on. There, there was no fancy policy, egghead, dumb, uh, California Republican policy committee nutcase questions. These people knew immediately, empirically, physically, with complete moral certainty that they wanted them and their children out of that school. There's no so, celebration going on. We All are right? We are almost out of time for All right. this week's for this week's show. Once again, you can learn more about this and join the uh, the effort, join the crusade, join the moral crusade. Yes, for school choice at school choice California, California school choice dot org. Take two California school choice dot org. And uh, Mike, thank you for your work on this. It is absolutely essential to save the country as well as for the future of our children that we get school choice and we should not underestimate the challenge of taking on the enemy at its core source of power of what's ahead of us but we are in the right thank you Christina for sitting in for Don and thank you Mike and tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite IE Radio When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. 
So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. California DRE ID number 1012658. Arizona NMLS license number 0926439. Branch NMLS ID number 1841782. Summit Funding Incorporated NMLS ID number 3199. Arizona license number 0925837. Equal housing opportunity. AM 590. The answer.